You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, Positive Talk Radio every Saturday. Welcome aboard, gang, to our 12 million XM subscribers. Nice to have you with us to the millions more via the world listening to us on talkdavid.com. Awesome. XM 168. 1-800-548-8255 is our number. It's all about positive change. It's about making the changes necessary in our lives right now to get to where we really want to be, need to be, desire to be. That's what we've been doing for 21 years now. Proud to be, damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Love you guys. And uh, and it's about looking at life without the rose-colored glasses, but just the reality of what is here and figuring out how to deal with it best. We're going to be... Um, Beginning some of your email, more of your emails today. Uh, I also I, I have something that just came in that I want to talk about and get your feedback about dads, stepmoms, and weddings. That'll be coming up in uh, in just a minute or two. Uh, a lot of confusion over weddings sometimes when it comes to who to include, who not to include. You may have been in that situation, and if you haven't been in that situation. I want to get your feedback on what you would do. Uh, Carly, one of our listeners, wrote us in. Oh, my Lord, so many more people write us in on a regular basis, which we appreciate immensely. If you want to contact us right now via email, just go to talkdavid.com and send us an email through the website. On Facebook, you can like us at Facebook slash David Essel Alive, and you can call us during the show. 1-800-548-8255. Before we get to Carly, with the email that she sent in, uh, I want to get to a couple other people. Carly's is going to be a little bit more in detail, but I do want to get to a couple other people that have, have written to us. Lawrence wrote in, and this is a very interesting email about submerging anger on the spiritual path. Uh, talking about how if, if uh, he's been told anyway that the deeper you go into spirituality, the less you have to deal with your anger, the less anger will be a part of your existence uh, until anger is no longer here. And until that time, this is what Lawrence was told as he emailed us, uh, we must overlook anger, let it go in order to prove our spirituality. And you know what? I don't buy it, Lawrence. I think it's a great sales pitch. I don't buy it. You know, anger is a human emotion. Anger is something that's there for a reason. When I hear these esoteric principles saying that uh, you, if, if you were truly on a spiritual path, if you learned everything that you need to learn about God, religion, spirituality, the saints, whoever it might be, you'll no longer have anger. I just don't see that as being true. I remember uh, interviewing an author that wrote a book with the Dalai Lama a number of years ago, who said that in his flights, when he'd fly over to meet the Dalai Lama for interviews, and and when he had the Dalai Lama in the United States interviewing him, he said that the Dalai Lama expressed anger more than one occasion. And so if here is one of the highest spiritual leaders on the planet today expressing anger, I think it's okay for us to have anger. And as a matter of fact, Lawrence, and for everyone else out there that thinks that if they're on a spiritual path, they shouldn't have anger and they submerge it. And as a matter of fact, some people may feel pretty damn proud of themselves. Oh, no, I never get angry. Where does that anger go? Where do those emotions go? Do you think that they just dissipate? I'll tell you where they go, gang. 
is they get submerged, they get roots deeper and bigger, and they come out in such ways like passive-aggressive behavior. So if we're above being angry, if we're, if we're above writing about our anger, expressing our anger to someone, if we're above beating our anger into pillows, whatever you have to do to physically release it, and we think we can just submerge it and rise above it by not dealing with it is what that's called, denial is what it's called, then it's going to come out in other ways. It might come out in gossip. It might come out in saying inappropriate things to people that really don't need to hear what you have to say. It may may come out in breaking confidentiality. It may come out in all kinds of passive-aggressive ways. And so, Lawrence, I'd look at that a little deeper. Instead of just saying, I'm going to deny it's here, I'm going to submerge it, I'm going to gloss over anger, I think it'd be better to work with someone to find out what are correct ways to express anger. How do I deal with this anger? Uh, another word for anger would be resentment is a form of anger. And I know a lot of people deny they have resentments. And they say things like, well, you know, they did the best they could. They did the best they could. I don't really have any resentments against them. Or I'm not a person that holds a grudge. Or I'm not a person usually, not always, gang. But usually someone that says, I never I never get angry. I never hold resentments. When we have those absolute terms first, that usually means that they got that stuff going down. They're just in denial. Uh, you know, working with people, and this is very common, and this is not a knock at all because awareness is the first step we need in order to change anything. But when someone says, you know, um, I only speak the truth, I always speak 100% honestly. I usually find that that's not the truth. We may have ourselves believing that, but it isn't necessarily so. There are a lot of things that we can do behind people's back that uh, we won't even allow ourselves to admit is going on. But we always speak the truth. And we tell people, you know, if you would just be honest, you wouldn't be in those current situations, right? And then we find ourselves in that current situation. And we may find ourselves giving advice to someone else about, you know, uh, you shouldn't really have anger, you shouldn't have resentments, and we might have a ton of anger and resentment. So, Lawrence, I think you need some new guidelines there, bro. I really do. I really think you need some new, new guidelines. Okay, let me get into this email. This is from Carly, uh, and this is about the wedding. And if you've ever been in this circumstance, I would love to get your feedback. Our toll-free number is one 800 She writes in, David, I'm a 39-year-old woman getting married in several months. I never got along with my stepmother uh, now for over 20 years. My dad asked me to have her in the wedding and as part of the wedding ceremony. It's enough to have her there. I can't imagine having, having her in the ceremony. I love my dad, but his request is killing me. Uh, I have not given him an answer. To me, she has been a negative, disruptive part of my life. To think I have to have her in the wedding party, uh, uh, to be nice to her, and I have to have her in all the wedding pictures is killing me. I'm just sick over it. Do I set a strong, healthy boundary for me and this day, my day, and say no? Or do I say yes and make my dad happy but be miserable during my own wedding? Wow. So, wow, right? 
What would you do? So you have this incredible relationship with your dad. This is your, she's 39 years old. She's excited about the wedding. The email goes on and says much, much more. I'm just reading the particulars out of it. She's never got along with her stepmom for 20 years. Her dad is saying that I want her to be part of the wedding ceremony, which means part of the wedding party. And her response is, I can't even imagine having her there. And now if she's going to be in the wedding ceremony itself, I'll have to be nice to her and she'll be in all the photos. What would you do in this? What would you tell Carly to do in this circumstance? one 800 548-8255. Weddings are already emotional landmines for many of us, aren't they? Would you tell her to uh, to bite the bullet, please her dad, have the stepmom in the ceremony? Would you tell her to follow her own gut and this is her wedding day and say no to her dad? She mentioned later on in the email that... Um, that her dad really kind of put it to her is that I really think this is something that you need to do, have her in the ceremony, not just at the wedding. So this isn't kind of, I, I don't know, dad's being kind of a bully here, don't you think? Saying, I, I think you, it's more than just having her in the wedding. She needs to be in your party, in the ceremony itself. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. What would you do in that circumstance? If you were in Carly's shoes... The wedding is several months away. Dad is saying, I want my wife, your stepmom, in the wedding party itself, and you're really sick over it. Do you say yes to your dad's wish and have the wedding day not all about you? You're distracted with this woman in the party? 1-800-548-8255. Or do you say, you know what, Dad, I love you, but no. There's no way... My stepmother is going to be in the ceremony. I'm not going to have her in all the pictures. I'm not going to have to be nice to her. Do you set the boundary and risk your dad saying, you can't do this? What do you do? What do you do in this circumstance? Well, if you were in Carly's shoes, have you been in Carly's shoes? Would you do this? Would you say yes to your dad and have your stepmom, who you have not got along with, in 20 years as part of the ceremony? Is this a trip? What a bunch, It feels like a lot of pressure dad is putting on. Don't you think? What would you do? 1-800-548-8255. What situation would you take? What position would you take? Let's go to Oklahoma. Cheryl, you're on with David Essel. I wouldn't um, ex- I wouldn't expect um, the daughter to um, have the stepmother in the wedding. You know, maybe in some photos, but it is her day, and they already have enough stress without putting that on her. So, um, yeah, I would just um, let it be her day, and you know, show up for the bride, and not expect um, her to be a part of the ceremony. Yeah, Cheryl, and, and what do you do? I mean, she, she says she has a great relationship with her dad. What do you do? I mean, her dad, later on in the email, he was putting it pretty adamantly that, you know, this is something you really need to do for me, you really need to do for us. He's pushing really hard. So he's obviously going to be very hurt, disappointed, or mad if she says no. How do you deal with your dad, her dad, then? Um, ugh, that's a hard one. 
Um, I just think the dad's expecting too much from the bride. You really have yeah. to lay yourself aside. You do. Yeah. And, um, you know, it may cause some hardship at the time, but I think he would, he just needs to understand that it's I, about her. So yeah. I don't know it, how it, I would deal with him, but I, I, I would make it clear that, you know, she's coming to the, the wedding. She's welcome to be in the pictures, but you know, a bride, each bride picks their own person for their ceremony you know the i know right but dad is picking this his wife and saying you know what she's part of the wedding party babe that seems a little bullying doesn't it yeah because i was a stepmother of a bride and i backed off and um i just nice and i just told myself over and over it's not about me very nice cheryl i love that thank you so much for the call you're welcome all right. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Jennifer in Dallas. You're on with David Essel. Hello. Hey, Jennifer. So what would you do in this circumstance? Well, I actually have this circumstance. And so my advice would be not to have the mother-in-law in the picture, to very politely explain to your dad that you love him and that you respect him. But it's really your day and you want to have the memories of your day. I had my sister-in-law in my wedding, and I wasn't close to her. I didn't even know her. I'd never even met her until she was in my wedding, and we've never had a relationship. She's very different than me. She and my husband had no relationship, and so every time I look at those pictures for the past 12 years, I think, why did I have her in my wedding? Wow. And, and wow. Not, and not that she's not nice, but it's just like she wasn't even a part of my life. So I, I caved into what I felt was the right thing to do, and I've always regretted it. And I'm not yeah. an unkind person, but it's just, it's your day to have the people that are important to you, and the dad and the mother-in-law should be mature enough to step back and say, this is your day, we love you. If we really love you, we're going to allow you to have your day in your way. And that would right. show probably some restoration in the relationship, too, if they really wanted, you know, a desire to have a good relationship. Right. It's amazing. Jennifer, it's amazing that you went through almost the identical thing, and 12 years later you're going, I resent so much giving in. Yes, absolutely. Keep her out of the picture. Not to be unkind, but you will regret it. Every time you look at him, you will think, I shouldn't have done it. Wow. Wow. Jennifer, that is so cool. Thank you a ton for the call. Sure. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255. Do you agree with Cheryl and Jennifer? They're saying keep keep the woman, keep the mother, the stepmom out of the wedding? Or do you agree with the dad? Does the dad have any any stance whatsoever here to say to his, his, his daughter, you know what, you got to have my wife, your stepmom in? Have you been in that situation? Would you do it differently next time? What advice would you give to Carly? 1-800-548-8255. Rocking across the USA every Saturday. Helping people to solve problems, to get out of life on the best terms possible. 21 years now. Rocking with you. 800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio talk show, celebrating 21 years on the air, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. David Essel in the box, 1-800-548-8255, 1-800-548-8255. 
talking about an email from one of our listeners, Carly, 39 years old, getting married in several months. Dad's putting some heavy-duty pressure on her to have her mother-in-law in the wedding party or her stepmom, I'm sorry, her stepmom in the wedding party, but she's never gotten along with her stepmom in 20 years. She doesn't want to do it, but dad's pushing hard. What do you think? 1-800-548-8255. Virginia, Romeo, you're on with David Essel. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, it's a real pleasure talking to you. I listened to you for some time now on XM. Uh, so I got just one, uh, one uh, simple question. Who pay for the wedding? Because sometimes becomes some kind of a uh, issue. You know, my—I mean, my guess. I she didn't put it in the email, Romeo. My guess probably is dad. That's my guess. Uh, well, uh, let's put it this way: uh, she's uh, thirty-nine years old, so the dad uh, uh, pay for the wedding. Uh, I do not see any way out for her in this uh, situation. So you're thinking that if dad's paying for the wedding, he should be able to say, you're going to have your stepmom in, even if you don't like her, and she should do it. That's what you're saying, Romeo? Yes, sir, because, you know, we're talking about some time now uh, since uh, she uh, didn't go along uh, with the uh, stepmother. So uh, she uh, she uh, knows uh, sooner or later this will show up on, uh, on this kind of uh, events. You know what I mean? So well, yeah. Well, you know what, Romeo? I I think the you know having the mom there in in what Carly said in her email, having the mom at the wedding is not the issue. She didn't want to have the mom in the wedding party because she doesn't get along with her. You know, yeah, so I think but, she. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the whole thing like a whole package. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Romeo, let me ask you this: If, if, because I know Carly's listening right now. If, if Carly is paying for her wedding, her own wedding, then you think she can say no to her father, and then that would be fine. Absolutely, she can do whatever she wants. So she, she might, um, might done something before to uh, to put together uh, the the her uh, own uh, wedding. Uh, yeah, uh, in anticipation yeah. with, with this uh, this uh, situation, you know what I mean. Interesting. So, it, hey, Romeo, I want I thank you so much for the call, and I'm really glad you're listening. Stay with us, okay? Sure, I will. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate. Okay. It. Yes, you're well, welcome. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. So, what's the etiquette here, gang? Would you agree with Romeo that if Dad is paying for the wedding, then she should do what Dad wants? Would that be the correct etiquette? 1-800-548-8255. Or irregardless if dad is paying for the wedding, should you tell her to stand her ground? I wonder if she's, if dad's paying, if this wouldn't be a time to say, you know what, dad, I'll take over the payments. What do you think? This is a tough, touchy day. A day that lasts your whole life. What would you do? 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
helping you to accomplish the most important goals in your life. That's the whole mission of David Essel Alive. David Essel in the box with you, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. If you ever want to email us during the show, i got a bunch of emails I'm going to read right now on the air about Carly and her wedding. If you want to email us during the show, just go to talkdavid.com. Click the Contact Us. You can send us an email right away. Uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook slash David Essel Alive. We post all kinds of motivational stuff there on a daily basis. And then call us, 1-800-548-8255. So the, base, the bottom line is this. Carly, one of our listeners who's tuned in right now, uh, 39 years old, getting married in several months. Her dad has basically been pressuring her pretty hard to uh, have her stepmother in the wedding party. Uh, Carly writes us and says, I have not gotten along with my stepmother for over 20 years. I don't want to have her in the party. I don't want to have her in my wedding album, all the pictures. Uh, she said, I'm sick over it. And the question is, do I set a healthy boundary for me and this day? And say no to my dad, or do I say yes to make my dad happy and be miserable? 1-800-548-TALK. What are your thoughts? What would you recommend Carly to do? Have you been in a similar circumstance? Cheryl called in from Oklahoma and said that as a stepmom, she backed down and made sure that the wedding wasn't about her. Jennifer in Dallas called and said that, oh, my Lord, I've done this already. I had my sister-in-law in the in the wedding party. I didn't know her at all. And uh, 12 years later, I look at the pictures and say, why the heck did I have her in it? I don't even know the woman. Romeo just called in and said, you know, if dad's paying for the wedding, you got to go along with what dad says. And I don't know the etiquette on that. What's the proper etiquette? If dad is paying for the wedding... Would that be enough justification to have to bite the bullet and have your stepmom, who you don't get along with, in the actual wedding party? What do you think? 1-800-548-8255. If you were in Carly's shoes, would you say, you know what, Dad? I love you, but guess what? You know your wife, my stepmom, and I have never gotten along in 20 years. It ain't happening. Or would you say, you know what, if you're paying for the wedding, I guess i got to let you. Uh, Dan wrote in and said, let it go. Have her in the ceremony. Don't risk the relationship with your dad and lose his love and support. I'm guessing dad is a da- Dan is a dad who <laughs> would hope his daughter would make that same decision. Interesting. Do it to not lose dad's love and support. Would you? I mean, you know what, here's something that just popped in my head. If you can't be honest with your dad and risk the potential that he might be disappointed, maybe we don't have all that great, great a relationship with dad, you know? I'm just saying. Sometimes we have to make decisions that other people don't care for, but we still can love them and still hopefully have a great relationship, don't you think? 1-800-548-TALK. Uh, Loretta. Now, Loretta says uh, uh, we need to pray for her. She needs to think this through. Maybe there is a compromise. Now, Loretta is coming up with a compromise. Have her in the rehearsal dinner, but not during the wedding day. So I'm guessing she's saying, like, have her sit at the head table during the rehearsal dinner the night before, but just not in the wedding party the next day. 
So so what would you do or what would you recommend Carly to do in this circumstance? This is any way you cut it. It's a touchy situation, right? What would you do if you were Carly? 1-800-548-8255. Do you disappoint your dad? Do you maybe piss off your dad? And make the decision because you want this to be about you. Do you look at what Romeo said and say, you know what, even if I don't want her there, dad is paying for it. I better just go ahead and let her in on this ceremony. And have her part of the wedding party. What would you do in that circumstance if you had to have this situation, if this was your call? And, and, and because I know she's listening, I know that she's taking everything in right now to help her make the best decision possible. Do you think there's a compromise outside of what we've discussed? Outside of Loretta's compromise about having her in the rehearsal dinner but not the wedding day? Do you think that's a compromise? Do you think that's something that dad might agree with? You know, these these days, oh, my Lord, and I think both Cheryl and Jennifer alluded to it. You know, these days are really about the bride. So is dad overstepping his boundary and pushing so hard to have his wife in it? And behind the scenes, is the wife the one pushing dad to even come up? And he's, it's feeling to me, as I read the email, it's feeling to me that there's a little bullying going on here. I have to just be honest with you, gang. If, if if a dad is saying, you need to do this, you need to have, and you know, someone that she doesn't get along with, it'd be, first of all, I didn't even know that stepmoms were in the wedding party, honestly. I don't know what, if she's just going to be a bridesmaid, right? I, I didn't know that stepmoms were even in wedding parties. I had never heard of that, but that doesn't mean a lot because it's not like that I uh, I go to 100 weddings a year to see all this stuff. I don't know, but that just seems a little bizarre to me, doesn't it to you? It seems a little bizarre that we're pushing so hard for his wife to be in the wedding when he knows that they don't get along. And maybe I'm way off base here, 1-800-548-8255. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. Maybe I'm way off base here, but when I reflect back to think about some of the comments made earlier on the show here today, isn't it crucially important that the bride be really freaking happy on this day? Isn't that I mean that you know that the bride be really really happy? Isn't that it? Let's go to North Carolina, Donna. You're on with David Essel. Oh, Hello, Donna. Down. Let me turn the radio down here. Awesome. Okay. I, I, I think everybody's kind of missing the point on this. This is your wedding. You're starting out a beautiful life together with your family, and and there are going to be children on the way. Uh, I think this is time for Cheryl to take a look. Well, first of all, I had a question I think it's pretty important well, what is her relationship with her mother? Is she still alive, or we don't know that, I guess, right? No, no, you know, she never mentioned anything about that, Donna. She didn't mention anything about her mom, her biological mm-hmm. mom, if she's alive, if she's gone, if she's going to be there. The whole yeah. email was all about, you know, stepmom. Well, I think that's that's pretty important, but since we don't know it, uh, the, the thing is that um, 
I think she needs to take a look at what, this is a time for her to heal her whole family. And she's in the 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 cat seat or whatever they call that expression. The driver's seat. <laughs> the driver's seat. Yeah, she needs to take a look. I mean, let me put it this way: it would be nice if she could take a look at what causes this anger with her mother. I mean, it's not just her mother. When when there's anger and resentment, two people are involved. Mm-hmm. And That's correct. I think it's time for her to take the high road. I have a little mantra that I say, moment by moment, choose love. Mm-hmm. And a lot of love is needed right here now, because uh, that, that expression, well, it's all about the bride. Well, you know what? It's not all about the bride. It's about the family. It's about what they share together and, and, mm-hmm. and what, what's going to happen as their life continues. And, and and if she, uh, as one caller said, uh, taking, uh, getting upset with her father, she could she could lose both of them, and mm. and then when the children come along, just another, another big trauma in their lives. I, I think it's time for healing. I think it's time for Cheryl to sit down, have a talk with her mother-in-law, her step stepmom, her yeah, stepmom, yep, yeah, have a talk with her. And and say you know, Dad has asked me to do this. I'm I'm really reticent to do it because of the relationship that we've had, and uh, I'd like to change that relationship. Well, Donna, you know what? It's like we went from Loretta, who was talking about is there a way to find a compromise, and you just hit on a potential huge compromise. I think so. Yeah, I think you did too. And communication is at the bottom of every resentment and uh, and uh, dysfunction in a family. We amen, have too many sister. Families that aren't communicating. Yes, amen, amen. Donna, I am so glad you called. Keep listening to the show. It was great to have you on it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I love your show. Good. Thank you so very much. One eight hundred five four eight talk. Let's go to California. Jan, you're on with David Essel. Hi, how are you? Hi, good, Jan. What, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? Well, I think we all need to remember that what used to be traditional is not always the way things are now. Um, there are many blended families. And I think the point uh, that was made that we don't know about the relationship with her mom is something that does need to be taken into consideration. But most of all, the fact is that the wedding party is to be your closest friends or your possibly future sister-in-law, whatever, brother-in-law. That's who makes up the wedding party. But her stepmom, whether she cares for her or not or has gotten along with her or not, still has the honor of being the wife of her father. So Mm -hmm. she has to have a place that day. That day, she does not belong in the wedding party, per se, but she is part of the family. Now, Jan, wait a second. You sound like someone who does this work. I do. (laughs) And I also have three daughters. We've faced all these same problems. And the fact is that you have to do the right thing so that everyone is happy and so that you've honored everyone, including yourself, the bride. 
Mm-hmm. So my suggestion to her would be to, in a polite way, remind her dad and his wife that the wedding party will be comprised of the grooms and her best friends, close friends, people that were important to them as they came through life, and that families are to be there too, but they're sitting on the first row, the second row, whatever, during the ceremony. They're sitting at uh, the family table during the rehearsal dinner, whatever there is, and there doesn't need to be any animosity. There just needs to be the recognition that the parents have one role to play, friends and uh, brothers and sisters have other roles to play. You know, you know what, Jan, you, you're, and you're, you're hitting on something else that Loretta hit on earlier about this whole compromise thing. Is is there, a, and, and because you know this, 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 this whole situation, is there another position? So let's say we say, listen, Dad, I, I can't have stepmom, you know, in, in the, in the wedding party. She's not going to be a bridesmaid standing up front with me, but I would like her to do X. You know, like what would X be? Well, X could be, um, if they're having some type of ceremony where there's a reading that's going to be done, whether it's. Ah. Or a favorite poem, yes. or something like that. Mm. Um, if her mom is not around, which I haven't heard you speak about her biological mom, but if yeah. the mom wasn't present, there are also things like a unity candle, where the mother of the groom, the mother of the bride, they light two small candles, so that during the ceremony, the bride and groom, as they become one, take those two smaller candles, and See, like the larger candle, there are small roles that yes. if it's that important to the dad and even to the stepmom that she could incorporate her in into Jan. Um, I love it. See. It. Yeah, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for how can we compromise? What can we do that won't alienate? Um, I, you know, I, I love what you're saying. I love what Donna said about sitting down and talking with the stepmom and saying, wow, you know, like, what's going, what have we done for have to have 20 years of hell? Can we work this out? You may, they may have to go work with a minister or a counselor or whatever. Um, we just have a minute here, Jan. Um, Romeo called earlier and, and was made a comment that, you know, if dad is paying for the wedding, that you should do what dad, <laughs> Once, I mean, is, is that, and I mean this sincerely, is, is that proper etiquette in, in, in any way whatsoever? Well, maybe if she was 20 or 21 years old, but if she's yeah. actually older as it sounds, she and her groom should be financially uh, participating in this. They may be getting help from their dad, but the dad is being a little bit, I don't want to say unreasonable, but maybe unrealistic in thinking that he can tell the daughter how her wedding has to be. He right can on. say, we want to be part of it. We so care about your future. And at this age, she ought to be able to say to the stepmom, let's find something that means something to both of us. And if the mom is still around, she needs to adjust to the fact that that stepmom has a place. I had to. Lots of people did. And yes. she belongs as part of it all. I love it. Jan, thank you for your wisdom. You're welcome. Okay.
Bye-bye now. 1-800-548-TALK. You guys rock. This audience for David Essel Live rocks. I love it. I love the fact that you're so highly participative. I love the fact that you have thoughts that make sense. It doesn't even matter if they end up being thoughts we use, right? They just all make sense. And I appreciate the fact that you're taking the time out of your Saturday to hang with us. We're going to these important messages. We're coming back. Email us, talkdavid.com. Anytime, email us. Facebook, like us. Facebook slash David Essel Live. Call us, 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Pure Positive Talk Radio, as uh, my friend and author Lee Witt would say, we're all about helping you to become unstoppable, gang. 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. Hey, thank you so much to the crew behind the scenes that kick butt throughout the week, getting everything together here, and then really rock for the three hours every Saturday. Uh, In Studio E, Los Angeles, California, with me, Nathan Staten, uh, engineer, Will Wilkerson, segment producer, April O'Leary, our guest producer, Deborah Grobman, brand manager, Nancy Hill, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter postings during the show. David Essel Alive can be heard around the world online. Let your friends know online streaming powered by Error FM Live at errorfm.com. Thank you all so very much. Uh, free gifts, you know, as part of the David Essel Show, you get free gifts from us. Just go ahead to our website, talkdavid.com, the weekly wake-up. Sign up for our email list. Once a week, you'll get an email about guests that are going to be on the show, hot books to pick up, and more. And one of the gifts that we give you for joining our email list is a five-week free Life Coach Success eCourse, offering you a program to bring your life up to the next level. Every week, a new lesson will be sent to you for five straight weeks. It's all about goal achievement, gang. Just go to talkdavid.com, sign up for our weekly wake-up e-list, and you'll get the Life Coach Universe five-week e-course for absolutely free. Uh, Carly, I know, honey, you were listening, and I'm sure you're taking this all in. I love the level of compromise that we reached with America, calling in with your tips and ideas, your emails as well. Thank you. That rocks. Um, I've got another minute or so. I want to get to another email. This is from James, who wrote in about uh, uh, laid off. He's been unemployed for one year, and he says that, um, I know it's not my fault. It's the economy, not me. And he's very angry, gang. He's he's just very angry. There's a lot of people laid off. There's a lot of people angry. But, James, i got to tell you something. That's that's the language of the victim. You know, it's not my fault. It's the economy. Uh, the rest that he talked about, uh, James, the rest that you referred to regarding if the economy or if the, uh, the administration doesn't change, uh, nothing will change. And, you know, it's projection. It's blame. And while we're in that mode... James and to everyone else there, um, you know, he, he actually even said that he stopped going to the business networking meetings because nothing's going to change until the economy changes. And, and that's victimhood, James. I, and I mean this with all kinds of love. You know, that's the victim mentality that keeps us stuck. Unless the world changes, I can't be happy type of a thing. Unless the administration changes, why go to these business meetings? 
And actually, the exact opposite we need to do. We need to get up early. We need to go to more meetings. We need to prove that we're serious about changing our life. Uh, James, I would ask, and everyone in his position, I would ask all the professionals that you know for guidance and do what they say. Do what the people that are in the know say, the people at the business networking meetings, the people at the Chamber of Commerce meetings, the people... Ask the unemployment department for tips, ideas on how to get work at this time. But, James, get out of that victim mentality, man. I know you can, and I hope that uh, answering this email on the air will help you do just that. Gang, let's look, look at this. Let's be bold, be strong, be positive. Walk into the uncomfortable. Do what is not comfortable to become more successful. And next week, I'm going to rock you again. David Essel, talkdavid.com. 